Ooh, girl, turn that up. What song is this? Girl, this my song. You don't know this? I don't think so. Let me turn it up. Okay. I like this. Girl, right? Girl, this is my jam. Hello, hello. Welcome to My Sister's Jam. I am your host, Missy. And I'm Camille. Welcome to our first episode. Ooh, ooh. Hey. Ooh, ooh. We are hey. so glad to have y'all here. Thank you for joining. Thanks for listening. I got my tea. And I got my wine, white wine, which is not typical for me. You all will see. But it's summertime. <laughs> it's light. It's light. We're keeping it light in the summer. And I got my tea with, um, what kind of whiskey is this I got in here? Peanut butter whiskey. Peanut butter, kind of whiskey. peanut butter whiskey in here. And it's very delicious, y'all. It is very delicious. Thank you for joining us on our first ever episode of My Sister's Jam. As we have mentioned on our socials that we hope you guys are following. So by the way, that is My Sister's Jam on both Instagram and Facebook. I think that's all that we <laughs> that we that's on right. right now. That's it for now. That's it for now. We're for old now. people. Yes, for now. <laughs> It's only, um, we're only on Instagram and Facebook, both of them, My Sister's Jam. Please follow us. Give us a follow so you guys can stay updated on all things Melissa and all things Camille and My Sister's Jam. Right. Okay. We got lots of good content over there, so be sure yeah. to follow us. Okay. So, so this episode, we're going to be talking about um, the soundtrack to My Sister's Life. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. I think we're going to make that the podcast episode title. I think so. I but think before so. we get into that, sister, okay. do you want to give us a little bit about what happened on this day? This is July 13th. What happened this day in music history? Okay. So it is July 13th, y'all. And today in music history, R&B singer Deborah Cox was born in 1974 in Ontario, Canada. And we love us some Deborah Cox over here. Canada? So yep, she is, she is Canadian, which I did not know. Who knew? If you knew, <laughs> somebody, let us somebody. know. <laughs> Write us on Instagram and tell us if you knew that Deborah Cox was Canadian. <laughs> somebody out there knew. Quest Love knew. I'm sure. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> Also today in music history, in 1966, Ike and Tina Turner's single River Deep Mountain High climbed to number three on the UK singles charts and earned them a gig opening for the Rolling Stones. Wow. Now that now, is some history. I thought this was just Tina's song. Like I thought Ike felt a way about her even doing this song in the first place, but I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So... <laughs> He wouldn't let her use her name by herself. But anyway, and those are our two little factoids on this day in music history. Did Very you know interesting. I did, did not. Know? I did not. Those are a little bit before my time. And I'm still stuck on Canada. But okay, we're going to let Miss Deborah Cox have it. Okay. Okay. Come on, Canada. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, okay. you ready to get into it? You ready to talk about the soundtracks to our lives? Yes. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the soundtrack of our life. And basically what we mean by that, y'all, is we had to think all the way back in our memory Rolodex. And it wasn't pretty, at least on my side. I was like, wait, what was I doing? What? what? But anyway, but we tried to think back to like significant moments in our lives where a particular song was a huge part of that moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just try to come up with a few like good choices for songs that um, were pivotal in parts of our journey. That's right. So we're going to share with y'all just stories of how these songs came to really stick with us. And they'll be funny, <laughs> most likely. <laughs> um, they'll be interesting. I don't know. And they'll just give you a little glimpse into who we are, a good way to kind of introduce ourselves to y'all as you join us for our first episode. So yes, go for it. What's, what's your first story? Oh, you want me to go first? You can. Y'all, she want me to go first. Can you believe her? Big sister. Big sister okay. go first. <laughs> All right. The first choice that I'm going to go with is, um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Ooh Ah by Boyz II Men. A classic. Okay, y'all. And if we got any real R&B loving listeners out here, they know Ooh Ah by Boyz II Men. So Ooh Ah was released in 1991. And it was the third single that was released from Boyz II Men's debut album, Cooley High Harmony. Mm -hmm. Come through Cooley High Harmony. Yes. We could probably do a whole four episodes on Cooley High Harmony alone. Absolutely. Okay. But anyway, it was the third single released after Motown Philly and It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Okay. And uh, again, wink, wink, if you follow us on social media, then you no doubt saw the reel that we posted on both of those platforms. And I was the audio choice in one of those reels. If you're like, what are y'all talking about? Go to our Facebook and Instagram pages, follow and then find the reel. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, although the single peaked at number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100, uh, it peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot R&B and hip-hop song chart and also i know we got some bay high members that are listening if y'all not tell y'all bay high fans to listen to this podcast the countdown that's at the beginning of uh, oh i was featured at the beginning of countdown by beyonce i Man. think i have to like fight you about how you pronounce beehive though but it's okay i'm gonna let you slide <laughs> it's, beehive. it's beehive to me I think I saw a whole debate on social media once about this, I about whether have. or not people say Bayhive or Beehive. <laughs> I, I have seen that too. Now, y'all, I am not a member of the B slash Bayhive, but <laughs> I do love Beyonce. Please don't get it twisted. I love her. And I love like maybe five to seven of her songs, but I'm not, I'm not going to claim to be the Beehive. That would be a disservice to the actual members, but and I do to, love to, uh, say, but please to our listeners who don't know our voices apart yet. 
That is Melissa, who's saying she's not an official <laughs> member of the Beehive. It is Camille. That definitely is. Okay. <laughs> for, for clarity. For clarity. Moving right along. Okay. So, but yes, her, her song Countdown absolutely did feature a sample from Ooh Ah, and that is very cool. Yes. And so the ones that that didn't know that are probably like our youngins that are listening. And we love y'all. Come on in. Now, my story with Ooh Ah is this was my first song that I slow danced to. So this was the song that I slow danced for the first time ever. In elementary school, (laughs) 11 years old in my elementary school in Gary, Indiana. We were born and raised in Gary, Indiana. GI, stand up. Mm. Yes. And uh, if I remember correctly, sister, so our elementary school used to put on this event every year called the Fun Fair. And they okay. would have like the classrooms would be redone with like one would be a haunted house and like one would be a disco. One of the classrooms would be done of like a disco and it would be a DJ in there. I don't I can't remember if it was an actual DJ or somebody would just be playing records. I don't know. <laughs> but um then it was like different game rooms and then the gym would like decorate all kind of stuff. And so everybody looked forward to the fun fair every year. And in the disco room. We love to dance. And so that is where I would spend most of my time. And mm-hmm. I had my first slow dance to uh, with a certain boy. <laughs> Who shall remain nameless, I assume. Who shall, <laughs> Who shall remain nameless. Oh, that's but to all this right. day, he's cool peeps. He's cool peeps. Cool peeps. Cool peeps. That is adorable. Yes. Elementary school. Okay, Elementary sis. school. Dancing to ooh, <laughs> I, Yes. Well, I have a similar story, if I can if I can go next. Yes, girl, <laughs> go, because I need some of my drink anyway. There you go. So my, I, I won't call it a, a slow dance, but I don't know how many of you listeners spent any time at the skating rink when you were young. This was a popular hangout spot for me and my friends around middle school, especially sixth grade. Now, I was you know, young, awkward, but I had a good solid group of friends and we went to the roller dome in Hammond, Indiana all the time. Pretty sure it's Hammond. It's definitely Hammond. We we went there all the time. So at our skating rink, they had the couple skate where they dim the lights. There's the, you know, the colorful disco ball situation, making patterns on on the roller rink floor. And there's a slow slow song playing. So one of my very, very, very dear friends, one of my best friends, and I asked him ahead of time, I said, I'm going to talk about you on the podcast. Can I say your name? And he said, yes. So Elliot, this is for you. You know, I love you. Elliot, boo. It's Elliot, my very good friend, always at the skating rink with us. He asked me to couple skate. This is the day that I learned that Elliot had a crush on me. I'm going to put it in quotation marks because did you, did you have a crush on me? I feel like you just wanted to say that, but, (laughs) but he asked me to couple skate to heaven can wait by Michael Jackson. Now it's a beautiful song. I love this song, but what I don't love is the couple skate, (laughs) the dreaded couple skate. So it's a love hate memory for me because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, Elliot. We, we was just friends like we are to this day. This was 20 years ago, I think, 21 mm-hmm. years ago. And uh, we are still friends to this day. 
Uh, and I love that for us. I did not <laughs> love couple skate for us. It, it, <laughs> it wasn't what I was trying to do. <laughs> but that was, did y'all do say? How did the uh, skate go? Did y'all do oh, We did all right. We held hands. We held okay. hands. And um, we, we went around, you know, slowly. The whole oh. song, from what I remember. The entire song. Um, so, yeah, that will always be linked to the couple skate. But I love Heaven Can Wait. It's such a beautiful song. So it was released in 2001 uh, on Michael Jackson's Invincible album. And mm-hmm. Teddy Riley was actually one of the writers on the song and he intended for it to be a black street song but michael jackson was like uh-uh hand it here hand it here michael jackson okay. wanted the song for himself and teddy riley agreed so michael put it on his album and it truly didn't get the recognition it deserved because it peaked at number 72 on the oh, billboard oh. hot yeah the billboard hot r&b and hip-hop song charts it peaked at 72 but i did find that um Last year in spring, it went viral, like on TikTok, randomly. Right, I remember so, that. I remember yeah, that. so it's got a lot more recognition here lately. So the newer, the newbies, I guess, like we call them, um, they're rediscovering the song now and giving it a little bit of play. So I'm happy about that because I love that right. song. All right, Sister, what else you got, Missy? Story. Well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess I'll keep with the roller rink theme. For my next choice, <laughs> The Booty Up by AMG. Okay, so y'all, if anybody knows The Booty Up song, of course, I had to introduce it to myself because I almost forgot about it by AMG. So, of course, this was a rap record. <laughs> it was released in 91 on the Be Better Have My Money album. Y'all, this is a clean podcast. We're going to try to keep it as clean as possible. Are we? Well, we didn't discuss this ahead of time, Uh, y'all. Okay, we'll talk about that that when we log on. B-I-T-C-H, Better Have My Money album. It was AMG's debut studio album, and it had moderate success reaching gold record status and the title track selling more than a million copies. So... Mm The title track for the album definitely was his biggest selling single. Uh, the Booty Up was not one of his most, you know, recognized singles. However, at Screaming Wheels Roller Rink in Miller <laughs> in Gary, Ooh. Indiana, we were here for the Booty Up. Okay, <laughs> so if anybody from Gary, Indiana, is listening to this, back in the nineties. We had a roller rink called Screaming Wheels, and I think it was open even before ninety. I can't, mm. I can't quite recall the year that it opened. But the facility had like a disco that would open at a certain hour, and the rink would close. So like you skated from a, for a certain period of time, and then the rink would close, and the disco would open, right? The disco. And so I was like either ten or eleven. In there when the disco opened at either 11 or 12. (laughs) And we would all, and a bunch of our friends, like a bunch of our cousins, if any of our cousins are listening to this, they know who they are. (laughs) Because we definitely all rolled together up there to the Screaming Wheels. And danced with a bunch of our elementary school friends who also got a ride up there. And when the booty up came on, everybody went bananas. And I remember the dance and everything. And I was like, we was really doing that at 10 and 11. I mean, we was out here 
living our best life at 10 and I, I didn't know it had oh. a dance. Now, y'all, I thought I didn't know this song, so I went to listen to it, you know, in preparation for this episode. I said, oh, this. First of all, I never knew the man was saying the booty up. I thought he was saying the booty hop or something. Booty hop. The booty hop. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, now I know it's the booty up. The T-H-A booty up to be specific right. is how it's spelled. So very, very hilarious. Yes. Girl, good times. We had a time. That's great. Sounds like a good time. That reminds me of Skate World too. Skate World used to do that. You come in and skate and then when it got a little bit late, you on the dance floor juking. Yeah, that was was a whole thing too. And Tri-City Girl. Gary, Indiana, Fifth Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) Very hilarious. The booty up. That's the booty up, yes. Let's see. So what else is on the soundtrack of my life? Oh, this is a good one. This is a song that was very, very, well, I don't know how to describe it. I'll just say it was important to me when I had my first long distance and long-term crush. (laughs) So in elementary, headed into middle school, I went to summer camp, went away to summer camp three summers in a row. The first summer, I met a boy who shall remain nameless. (laughs) and I had a crush on him you know a summer crush he didn't live where I lived I only saw him in the summer so for the little week that we were there that was that was boo you know that was my boo now see that was my boo even in our big age I mean not in your big age you know not me I'm a married lady but you know for for some in the big age (laughs) but he was my crush I don't think I was his but that's okay And I can't remember which summer it was where this song was popular, but I just, I grabbed frontin', Pharrell's frontin', and I just, I attached it to this boy, okay? (laughs) That song was all about the boy from camp. So frontin' by Pharrell and Jay-Z, featuring Jay-Z. It was released in 03. So this, if it was released in 03, well, don't get me trying to figure out the years. It might've been the summer after my sixth grade year. Uh, It was on the Neptunes Presents the Clones album. Mm. Um, The song was actually nominated for a Grammy uh, for Best Melodic Rap Performance. Not surprised there. Sad that it didn't win, but, you know, definitely deserved that nomination. Uh, And it peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And this was actually Pharrell's debut single as a solo artist. So he had pretty Mm -hmm. much only been doing producing and making hits for everybody else up until that point. Yeah, um, a really cool thing about Fronten is that he actually wrote it for Prince. Can you imagine Prince performing Fronten? Really? I really can't wrap my head around it, but yeah, but he that's what he said. He said it. I read it in um in an article uh from Essence that Pharrell wrote Fronten for Prince. Prince unfortunately turned it down. But that's not unfortunate. I don't know. I love it the way it is. Maybe it would have been good right. with Prince. Of course, Prince can pretty much do no wrong but uh <laughs> but yeah he he wrote it for prince we gonna yeah. probably have a future episode about this but pharrell is actually one of my favorite singing voices he yes. has like one of my favorite singing voices he's amazing but yeah so i had a crush on this boy and i was obsessed with this song and those two things were just colliding and i came back home from camp camp lasted a week i came home and i'm in my room and i'm just 
thinking about old boy and I'm just missing him and everything and I'm listening <laughs> to the radio <laughs> I'm listening to the radio in the dark in my room and you know Chicago radio the best radio that there is oh yes Chicago um, radio baby. absolutely yes. they, the DJ says you know call in and make your request and this is the first time, and maybe the last time, honestly, that I called the radio to make a song request. And I requested front because I just, I needed the soundtrack. I needed the song to go along with the thoughts with the boy. And they played it. You and I was just a seven, seven. I needed the whole thing. I didn't have the CD. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't have none of that. I said, oh, okay, this is my time. This is about to happen this evening. I called that radio. <laughs> they answered. They played my song. And it was amazing. It's really, it's fun to call the radio. I've called the radio other times, not for a song request. I've called, but it, it's always kind of fun to call in and talk to the people on the radio. Do y'all remember calling in to the radio? Remember that was a thing? Yeah, is that a thing anymore? I don't know. No. Now I guess you call into is, a podcast. Is radio a thing? I, like... I don't know. <laughs> is radio a thing? Y'all follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And uh, comment on one of our posts. Is radio still a thing? Let us know yeah. if radio is still a thing because I don't know. Please let me know. But it I definitely was back then. And, uh, I was so <laughs> glad they answered that phone. It used to be so hard to get through to the radio station, but I got through that night and played front. Clock <laughs> radio was popping like that. It definitely was. You couldn't get in nowhere. Okay, y'all. So you know how they say, <laughs> I think I saw this meme one time. That was like, exes aren't really a way. Sometimes they introduce you to your favorite restaurant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something. I can't remember how the name <laughs> went. But it was like, no, not all past relationships are ways. I mean, sometimes you were meant to meet people because they introduce you to your favorite restaurant. And I was like, that is so true. Because you were good for something. <laughs> you were good for something because without you, I would not have gone to this amazing restaurant. Well, I feel this way about one ex that I had because I dated this guy who lived in Chicago. And the one thing that I will just forever remember about him is that he introduced me to my favorite Prince song, Another Lonely Christmas. Now, the song is devastating. It is a devastatingly sad and haunting song. Like, I get that. Everybody gonna be like, I don't know, what, what? definitely sad but yes but the, the he sang that song it's like okay i love prince duh that is a big duh you know like <laughs> prince is just like forever legend but it's 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 some kind of way that he sang this song that i have not heard him sing any other song like mm -hmm. it was like a bluesy it's like he sang it from everywhere within him and my ex played that for me one night we, we were at his house. I was like, I just sat there and I just like couldn't say nothing. So Another Lonely Christmas was released in 1984 as a B-side to the single I Would Die For You. Now everybody, of course, everybody knows I Would Die For You. So this was the B-side to that single. And uh, by the way, I Would Die For You was the fourth single released from the Purple Rain soundtrack. Now, the song is credited to Prince and the Revolution, but only Prince contributed all the vocals and all the instrumentation. Okay, mm. so he did everything on this track. The song never made its way into radio rotation, which is very weird because the song is just that amazing to me. 
Mm-hmm. And Prince actually performed this this song live only once, and he performed it on December twenty sixth, nineteen eighty four, as a Christmas present to the audience at uh, St. Paul Civic Center in Minnesota. Wow. Um, yeah, he only performed it one time and never again. Well, it's pretty um, sad. For- maybe he didn't want to be sad too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Shoot. <laughs> but he insisted that the story of his lover's death in the song was fictional, but one can kind of like wonder since he rarely ever, ever spoke about the song. And he only performed it once. Yeah, and it sounds he like there was something that, there. Like something I've never heard Prince sing like that ever. Yeah. And so thank you, X. <laughs> for that one good thing. For, for that amazing thing you left me with. Because <laughs> I love that song forever. <laughs> so that's funny. I have a pretty similar one to what you just discussed. So I have an ex that left me with one little tiny good thing. <laughs> and um, it's another lovely song. <laughs> so, God bless your exes. You, you, God y'all, bless y'all your exes. Now we're At part least, of my story, our book. I have an ex that was a really big fan of N.E.R.D. And so for his birthday, one year, I got him every N.E.R.D. album, the CD. Every CD, I should say, not a vinyl. (laughs) I wish a vinyl, Um, but I got him all of the NERD CDs. So he was thrilled, of course, big fan. Um, And so he's playing them all the time, all the time, all the time, in the car, everywhere. I absolutely fell in love with the song, Run to the Sun. Yes. This song is everything. The music is so pretty. The lyrics are beautiful and it's kind of sad too. So that kind of ties into your ex song too. Why did they introduce us to these sad songs about like maybe somebody died? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like oh, I don't know. Um, of course, NERD is the band that Pharrell was a part of that he was kind of doing before he took on his solo projects. So this was released on their 2001 album In Search Of, um, which was their debut album. Which by the way, I feel like we'd have mentioned a lot of debut albums. Like, People just come out swinging. I've People noticed. kill on debuts. People what? come Let's out swinging. Let's not get too much away because we might need to make that an episode. Because I already, be got my, I already got my pick for a crazy debut album. Absolutely. But yeah, let's just make a living yeah, out of that. Like debut albums are apparently people's best albums because like, Search yeah. Of was a wonderful piece of work. Um, so yeah, but again, another one uh, from my list that didn't really get the credit it deserved, of course, Run to the Sun, I don't think it was a, a single. I don't think it, you know, got radio play or anything like that. So I guess that could be why. But I did see a few things that said uh, Pharrell wrote that about his grandmother. I guess he was losing his grandmother. Um, mm-hmm. A really good song, which, by the way, I'll just make note. I do plan to um, make some playlists on uh, on Tidal, Spotify, where y'all can go and listen. We'll try to put it in the show notes, uh, some links to mm-hmm. playlists of the songs that we are talking about um, in the episode, just so that you can go and take a listen and kind of connect with what we are sharing today. Mm-hmm. Yes, but Run to the Sun, that's that's my favorite one. I'm going to make that number one on the playlist because y'all got to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got to hear that. <laughs> you got anything else? I mean, do we have time? I mean, we getting kind of close. That's a good question. We can, we got a couple. We can do a couple honorable mentions. We can keep them short and sweet. 
An honorable mention for me is uh, Let's Go by Trick Daddy featuring Lil Jon and the East Side Boys and Twista. I'm interested in this story. <laughs> like, what was you doing, sister? Yeah, what anyway. was you doing to that song? Hype, hype song. So, real quick, this was from Trick Daddy's 2004 album, Thug Matrimony Married to the Streets. And uh, this was actually his most successful single of his career as it reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and number four on the Billboard Hot Rap Songs. And um, you can sometimes find it linked to the rap rock genre um, because the single samples Ozzy Osbourne's uh, hit single Crazy Train. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that sample. Yes, which that was from Ozzy Osbourne's debut album as well you know, Crazy here we go. and it went like four times platinum that's that specific single for ozzy but what you know or whatever um this song became so just so y'all know i am a, a member of the corporate america world too i am an accountant and so of <laughs> course accountants gotta get their cpa which is one of the worst exams to sit for and that song became my hype anthem that I would listen to in the car outside of the testing facility after every part. It's four parts to the exam. And before I would go into the testing center, I would like listen to it like twice, like. <laughs> beast, <laughs> mode. beast mode activated. Yes, come yeah. on. <laughs> Kill this CPA section. Kill this financial accounting and reporting. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, whatever it takes. You passed, didn't you? Shout out to I Trick did. Daddy for helping you pass. Come on, Trick Daddy. <laughs> I on, love you it. You helped me pass that CPA exam, baby. I <laughs> love it. What other one can I mention? Well, I can remember when we we are we now live in Texas, uh, in DFW, uh, but obviously, of course, we're from Gary, Indiana. Yes. But when we first moved down here. One of the first friends I made uh, introduced me to this song that I'm going to talk about. So I had been in Texas maybe about a year and my best friend came down to visit. And my new friend, my new Texas friend, (laughs) she invited both of us over to her house. She was having a couple of her friends over and she's like, you know, come over. Y'all can have some drinks, whatever. So we go over and all her friends are super cool. They pouring drinks, they listening to music. And my friend turns on the K Wang by Kaya. And I'm like, ma'am, what is this? <laughs> like, what is even this song? And she's like, you don't know the K Wang? I'm like, no, I don't no. know the K Wang. And mm-hmm. her and her friends are getting up like they're about to do a line dance. And I'm like, what's happening in this living room? So me and my best friend, also from Gary, we are just sitting there looking because I, I don't know what's about to happen. They, they get in formation and we're not sure <laughs> what to do. There's a whole line dance to the K-Wang. She attempted to teach it to us. I think I learned it, you know, like for that night, you know how you learn it in the moment, but then like two days later, you don't know it again. <laughs> I don't know the dance anymore, but I learned it that night. But it was just such a fun memory, you know, to be there with, with my new friend and her friends and meet new people and just really kind of, getting that chance to build some community out here. I'm, I'm new to Texas. I don't really know nobody. And I just well, I'll always appreciate her for just bringing me and my friend into her home and teaching us, <laughs> teaching us the K-Wang. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was on Kaya's 2001 Thug Misses album, which is that Kaya's only album? I'm gonna leave Kaya alone. 
But I think that might have been her only album. It's the album that also has My Neck, My Back on it, which we all know oh, that. Okay. We okay. know that classic, <laughs> classic yep. hood hit. Good, um, clean, wholesome, fun. Yeah, yeah, good, clean, wholesome, fun. My Neck, My <laughs> Back. Um, that, yeah, so it's, it's on that album. Those are like the only two songs on that album, I think. I don't know. Uh, nothing else made any impact on that album. <laughs> But I really enjoy the K Wang, and I actually like the song, the K Wang too. In addition to the to the line dance, the song is kind of cool. It's a little bop, so I like okay. that. All right, I think we got time to close out our lists. Okay, couple more. My last one. I'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet because this song. So, like my baby sister mentioned, we live here in Texas now. I moved down here first, so that my son. I'm also a mom. I'm a single mom to my baby cakes who is 19 now, but you know, he's still Definitely my baby. Not cakes. a baby. My my grown man cakes. <laughs> but my baby cakes, but that's not a baby. And so we moved down here so he could go to a special private school. And the move was horrendous. Everything about it was horrendous. Everything was traumatic. A lot of things went wrong. And then on top of that painful life transition because I was leaving everybody. We were leaving everybody that we loved and knew back in Indiana. And it was just going to be me and him. And I knew no one except a few friends. But on top of that, not too long after I got here, I started dealing with a situationship that I had no business dealing with. And so in 2016, Solange released Cranes in the Sky and baby, Mm. the whole album from a seat at the t- at the table. Cranes in the sky, it's like it's like she took some Vicks vapor rub and put it all over my heart and all over my soul. It just... Well, she opened you up is what you're saying. She opened she, you up. She got me right. She got me all the way right. She was like, girl, take this Vicks vapor rub and take this can of ginger ale and drink it. I was like, thank you, Solange, thank you. It was written by Solange and co-produced with Raphael Sadiq, who, of course, is also on the bass and did the majority of the instrumentals for this song. This amazing song won a Grammy for Best R&B Performance and came in at number seven on Rolling Stones' 50 Best Songs of 2016 list. Solange actually wrote the song, which I did not know this. Um, She actually wrote the song eight years before the album's release. Oh, wow. After, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I had no clue. And she wrote it after enduring a painful breakup with her son's father. You know, some of the best art comes out of pain, don't it? She don't know. She don't know how much she got me through. She don't know. I cried. I cried. She had me just get all that pain out. Everything that I was dealing with. That song will forever be number one for me. I know it. Well, hold the rest of your feelings because I'm sure we'll have an episode Dedicated to that song or dedicated to that album, at least. To do a whole whole 45 minutes just on the seat at the table. And mine that I could do a whole episode on is A. Marie's album. Yeah. Her very, again, debut album. (laughs) All I have. That album holds a special, special place in my heart. But I'll just talk about one song. And this is the story of my first love. The song that I have attached to that forevermore is I Just Died. That song, y'all, 
Do you hear me? Do y'all hear me? That's going to be number two on the playlist. I'm just put all my songs at the top. <laughs> all, all of Camille's going to be first. <laughs> all my songs going to be at the top because that's just how strongly I feel. I Just Died was on her 2002 debut album, All I Have. It's a sample, actually, of a of an English pop rock band cutting crew's uh, song, I Just Died in Your Arms, which came mm-hmm. out in 1986, which was on their debut album. So again, this definitely... Make note, there will be a debut album episode coming up, y'all. Yes, there will. Yes. Uh, It was on their debut album. I just died. I'll just put it like this, and I'll keep this super short. I played that song, pretty much just that song, a few others from that album, but pretty much I played I Just Died on a road trip from Gary, Indiana to Aberdeen, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. That's a long trip, and that's all I listened to because the morning we left for the trip, my little, I guess you can call him a boyfriend at the time, told me, you know, call me before y'all get on the road. And I said, like, we getting on the road at like four o'clock in the morning and you still want me to call? Yeah, I just want you to call. I want to talk to you before you leave. <laughs> now, y'all, I'm like oh, a freshman a freshman in high school, right? I'm like, is this even a boyfriend really? But whatever. <laughs> and so I'm like, but okay, I'll call you. They be boyfriends kind of. And so <laughs> I call him. And I'm like, we're getting ready to get on the road. And he's like, did you did you take the teddy bear that I got you? I'm like, yeah, I got him with me. I got the teddy bear. I'm going to take him with me. He says, okay. And so he tells me, I love you before we hang up the phone. And that was it, y'all. I, I was done. I was done for. You was for. a goner. I was a goner. I was a goner. <laughs> I was done for. I got in the car and I listened to nothing, but I just died for 12 or 13 hours or however long it takes to get from Gary to Aberdeen. I think it's 12 hours plus stops. So a little bit longer. Um, Yeah, I think so. I think so. It was a long trip, but I was in my zone. I was in my zone. I said, he loved me. Oh, okay. Come on, Anne Marie. We're going on a road trip. (laughs) I guess I'm going to play Anne Marie for 12 hours. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I knew how to do that's all right. I could do at the time but yeah so that, that that's it and those songs are the ones yes. that came with some really pivotal moments <laughs> yes. and that is it for us y'all we did five songs a piece we probably ran over the time that we wanted to have here so yeah, that's the first episode we might narrow it down next week we'll see y'all yeah, it's our first episode, y'all. Y'all give us some grace. We might do a little bit of cutting. We're going to see how it goes. If you listened, we so appreciate you for taking the time to listen to our very first episode of our brand new baby, My Sister's Jam podcast. We loved having y'all. We looking forward to having y'all next week, yes. every Thursday. We will be uploading uh, a new episode for your yes. listening pleasure. That's right. Um, every Thursday. Yes. Don't skip every a Thursday. Thursday. Don't skip a Thursday. And if we skip a Thursday, we'll let y'all know. I'm plenty ahead of time. <laughs> so y'all can do y'all podcast listening, planning. <laughs> you can get your podcast schedule adjusted. Get them downloaded up because that's what we do. That's what we that's do. That's right. Did I have to mention anything else? Nothing. 
Uh, no, you know, just remember uh, to follow us, please, on social media, Facebook and Instagram at My Sister's Jam. And tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mama, tell your coworkers to listen. Listen yes. anywhere they get their podcasts. We're just about everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah. Was it Pandora, Amazon Music? All of them. All of them. We are not all so, of them. Just look for us. Look for my sister's jam wherever you go, and we will be there. And look out oh. for oh what? And last thing, y'all, we want to know what are the the songs that are part of the soundtrack of your life too. We don't want to be doing all the talking all the time. We love music, and we love talking about music with other people. So, up on our social, comment in the post about this episode. What is the soundtrack of your life? Give us at least three songs give us why also we do have email my sister's jam at gmail.com please feel free to send us any feedback any episode ideas episode suggestions all that good stuff we accept all the email also if you like the episode please give us a rating because this being our first episode, we aren't showing up anywhere for anyone when they start typing in my sisters. You got to put the whole name in for it to come exactly. up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> give us a rating. Give us a review. It might be a little too early for a review, but whatever it is you want to do to support us, we sure do appreciate it. Yes, please, please, and thank you are the magic word. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. See you next time. Thank you.